Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Seven Engineering Vibe Podcast. Now in this podcast, me and Dr. Ghanem Kashwani, we like to speak about different topics. And topics like what we want, for example, startup, entrepreneurship, new trend, mental health and career and self-improvement and self-engineering and sometimes another thinking major. We like also to interview other people from other fields. So we like to get the expertise on how they can benefit us and benefit society. So let us jump to the episode and thank you guys and wishing you the best. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening from where you are. In this episode, me and Ghanem will kind of speak about the history of civil engineer. Yeah, it's quite a new topic and I don't know if someone spoke about it before, but it's a new topic and we said let us speak about it because people don't know about what is the history of civil engineer. People think the history of civil engineering started recently in the last 200-300 years, but actually it starts from the Egyptian and and I'm Macedonian, Macedonian, between Egypt and Iraq. So what do you think, Ghanem, about this topic? Uh, thanks, Atlef. It's really nice to go back to the one-to-one episode. Um, first of all, let me ask a question. Did you take any course in history of civil engineering? Honestly, no. We, even <laughs> the universities, they never teach us a course in history of civil engineering. So n- 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 I, I don't think so. Even in ABIT approval, I didn't see their requirement that engineer they should know the history. I'm quite amazed, and especially for civil engineering, we need to know the history. And many people, they ignore the, you know, uh, the engineering history in general, not only civil. I mean, do you know that engineering word, it is originally like from Latin word, and the engi- it means the engine, and it has some French history. And nobody teaches us that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we talk engineering 101, but we, we never know the origin word of engineering, how the engineering word, you know, have been established and... Um, it's a little bit ashamed, you know, for that. And uh, so maybe we'll start our episode sending this strong message that, hey, guys, <laughs> why you don't teach us about history of engineering, you know? And um, and I say, I think it is the chain is missing in our curriculum. But uh, let's go about civil engineering. I believe that civil engineering is, um, is from the BC era, where, uh, as you mentioned, from the Egyptian um, Pyramids era where Amahatab he believes that he's the first engineer. And you can see many uh, manifestations of engineering, like the Great Wall of uh, China. So military and civil engineering usually was the oldest form of engineering. And after that, there has been development all the way to the hydraulic concrete, to the nanomaterials, and we'll focus um, uh, how the history of engineering has been developed. But here's the rule that the the material of engineering determines the development of the civil engineering itself. So the more the material has been developed and uh, it is um, can be used in different uh, application, then yes, the civil engineering take another form. So the civil engineering, it is um, highly chlorate uh, and connected to the material. So the application civil engineering have been developed massively when we have the concrete, have been developed massively when we have the steel, and have been limited when we only have stone and wood. So we remember this uh, rule. So let's start with the Roman era. So Atos, since you know you do some reading, tell me what do you think the Roman era did for the civil engineering history after the BC era? Well, actually, I have to start from the Egyptian area or Macedonia between Iraq and Egypt. Where actually the concrete that uh, the civil engineer there was no definition for civil engineer. 
everyone self-consuming like seven engineers and Articat. But actually not every seven engineer and Articat because people think like people they don't call them seven engineers at that time. Either they call them Articat or formals like that. Because there was nothing called specialized in civil engineering, like there was a design or something like that. However, the Roman, as I understand that, they are the people who started introduce the concrete by having limestone there. Like yeah, the yeah, the limestone was discovered by them. Yeah, to be honest, and it, it was one of the strongest, like one of the strongest, like concrete ever, like between that during this concrete and that. Yeah, it was a great concrete, and till now. Many structures that survived the night, but it was like with huge cover sixty and no, and it was it was by by luck they discovered it. And even forget about the discovering about the concrete, they discovered even piling from the early stage with this type of footing. Mm-hmm. Because people because you know, especially in in Europe, like in Greek and Italy, that time that you know the the cold soil is a clayish area. Mm-hmm. And clearly, as you would have a settlement if, if you don't have a shallow foundation, if you know, if you design shallow foundation, otherwise all your structure, especially limestone or rock, you built about that, again, you will have a settlement in the soil, a huge settlement. So they start doing to the bedrock, which is what is kind of called, for example, what is kind of called piling. They don't call it piling that time. So even if you go, for example, to Venice. They are doing it with cold wooding pile sometimes. They are doing it. So out of, you know, it is really interesting that I believe that um, there is milestone in civil engineering history. First of all, the pyramids, then, um, as you mentioned, the limestone uh, with the uh, R- Roman era. Then I believe the, 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 the big thing that changed the whole landscape of engineering, the hydraulic concrete, or what we call the OBC, the ordinary Portland cement. And I need to emphasize that ordinary Portland cement is not ordinary. It's the greatest material ever, in my opinion, because until now, it is the only material that massively is used uh, as a material. It's the second consumed material of the water. And uh, it changed the whole world, you know. And um, interestingly, that uh, Portland cement um, have been discovered near some island near Wales, if I'm not mistaken and have been approved by the ICE. And uh, we need to mention the John Smeaton. I believe him, he's one of the great civil engineers. And he's actually the first one to use the terminology civil engineer. And he has a hole uh, by his name in the ICE in London. And he approved, he was one of the people who did the test for the OBC. So I believe OBC is one of the big milestones that changed the whole landscape of civil engineering. Do you agree, Atif? I mean, come on, geotechnical. Uh, structure, material, transportation, obviously is there, hydrocontrol is there. So I don't know, do you agree with me or not? Well, actually, to be start, we have to have to, uh, I we have to go back when the ICE forms, like it starts forming in the 1800, at the beginning of the 1800, the ICE, to be honest. So that also another, another, another major limestone because there was no committee or no organization for civil engineers at that time. And people used to, even people, they don't call even civil engineer. So this started in 800. But yeah, I agree with you. When you started the, the hydraulic concrete with the OPC concrete, things start change. I know people who started using used to go by rock and brick, but when the concrete, when the OPC came, it changed the whole game. Like, and people start like discovering you can go with a complete strength, with more economical, and with more. With more design and the people, you know, after that, the main gold and RSECs and the steel came. But you know, when the concrete starts coming out, now it's discovered a new material in civil engineer. 
So this is my opinion that I believe, yeah, there's a good be a nice stone. But we have to go also after that. What about after I see when the steel, you know, the industrial revolution, the second, the, I think the second or yes, the third. Exactly. The, the second or the, the third industrial revolution. And the steel start to start produced now heavily. And the production is still coming up. So that that also the major big change, especially when it's still coming up. Iron and iron and we according we start doing steel. When we start rising, we start building high rise that time. Especially in the US United States, it start from I think the first tower was the highest tower was in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think look, okay, so now we are talking about the history of civil engineering. We mentioned about the BC era, then we mentioned about the limestone Roman area, then we mentioned obviously then the steel. And Thomas Telford, the first president of ICE, he, he his nickname was the Iron Man, uh, I think, because he, he designed a first bridge by iron and, and iron before the steel. So we discover iron, then steel. Then you mentioned a very important point about Chicago. You know, there is something I highly advise everybody to read called the Great Fire in Chicago. And after this fire, the high-rise building era starts. And as you said, Atof, two, two, two factors play a major role and after Chicago fire. And it was the first high-rise building considering by the time it is an insurance building in Chicago. And it is the steel and the elevator. And now we enter new era, the high-rise buildings, you know. We never had the, this high-rise buildings before in the history of civil engineering. I think this is another milestone that to you, which is really great. The high-rise building is happening after Chicago. So we mentioned the OBC, we mentioned the steel, we mentioned the high-rise. And um, it was game-changing. You know, you are a structural engineer more than me. Yeah, you, you, you know, tell me what do you think about it. engineer, not structure. But I'm a engineer, not structural engineer. But I have to tell something. For the elevator, Chinese and Japan, I think the Japanese start the elevator, but that time not, it's not the elevator like we know now. It was like an elevator, like the wooden elevator, like you have someone has to pull it up and you know this stuff. Then, uh, then you know the issue with those elevator, the problem is when it fell down, how it can be bricked. Elevator, to be honest, is not to know. It's, it's not since long time, but people doesn't know now that the motor elevator till now. Then, then I think Otis. And if you, if you know Otis Elevator, why is there a company named by Otis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one the guy who invented the elevator and he did the demonstration in New York. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he did the demonstration in New York in one of the expo. So he he had the, that he made the break there, and he made the break there, and so they made the break. He discovered a way they can when it when you stuck you can go the break because the issue was there was a factor of safety and the, if the cables collapse, what will happen? So I'm not aware about the history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the web is cable is collapsed, what will happen? Before that, before Otis, there was elevators. But it was only for a floor or two because there was a high risk of safety. If cable collapsed, uh-huh. yeah, it will fall down. But Otis discovered a new way with the bricks. When they have to have to can when it come down, it can hit the brake. And things start now to start motorize it. And he demonstrated by himself when he climbed and asked someone to fall. And the, and when he, he was in the elevator himself. He climbed it up and asked someone to remove the cable. And it, it, it didn't fall down. It went and hit the brake. So the elevator started coming. And that time was not even motorized, by the way. Mm-hmm. People didn't know that it was used manually by someone holding. Like if you see, for example, Eiffel Tower, the elevator's beginning was not motorized. It was bullied by people. Okay. Then motorized engine came, the elevator, elevator came. And, you know, some later on, you know, in the elevator, you know, many things came on, like... 
extra cabling, extra brake, extra factor of safety. Many things came after that. That's a long story. Even if you go to I, I, I recommend everyone to go to the Eiffel Tower and have if you want more about the elevator, because especially one of the uh, one of the remarks I want to add, we forget to add it when Eiffel Tower start, when Eiffel Tower in French start mm-hmm. doing that. That's some remark we forget to speak about it because that time Eiffel Tower was the tallest building in the world when they constructed okay. and was fully was fully completed in the steel and the elevator, the way of the elevator go. The way of the elevator go, we, we, you cannot find that it cannot be straight. It had to be curved elevators. And that time, as one of the expo requirement for French, because it was 100 years for the French Revolution, everything shall be done by French. And there was no elevator company in Europe that time. So that time, Otis himself, he found a company in France, and he called it, I think, Otis France, I forget the name. And they are written now. And it was a French company by Otis who built the elevator. Atif, correct me if I'm wrong. The same guy, Evil Tower, he's an engineer. He, he's the same guy who did design for the Statues of Liberty in US. He's the same guy. I was reading that. And um, yeah, it, 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 you are absolutely right. And you know, France, they play a major role in developing civil engineer. Um, the reinforcement concrete has been developed in France, believe it or not. The, the first yeah. people they did this hybrid material reinforcement RC material it was in France, believe it? Yeah, yeah, I know. RC concrete started in French. Yeah, and in France, the post tension everything starts from there, you know. Yeah, and if yeah, even the even you know the high rise buildings are still before we should before Chicago we should go to Eiffel Tower because the first structure, steel structure was Eiffel Tower before. But as a presidential building, I know Chicago, mm-hmm. but high rise structure mm-hmm. is Eiffel Tower. And okay. that time, because you know, it was actually if if uh, for people who doesn't know Eiffel Tower, it was not it was not to be permanent. It was it was supposed to be temporary for the expo that time. Okay. They built it for yeah, they built it for temporary. We want to show something magnificent that time, you know, because you know there is hundred years in the revolution. They want to do something magnificent, so they designed that time. It was the tallest building in the world. They want to design it, and that time Eiffel himself, he was the architect. He was the architect himself, and he was at. He was an architect. With that time, people doesn't call civil engineers. They was to call them architect. And he was a structural engineer because people doesn't know most of the structural engineers that time. So the government, because it was so huge that the government, uh, the French government, mm-hmm. couldn't pay for him. So he lent from his money to build the tower. And and uh, it was then as that he agreed by the twenty year lease. The government after the you know after the building, after the expo finished. Like a, the, they agreed to have for him to lead the tower for 20 years. And he has even an apartment there on the top of the tower. He used to have his own apartment there. And he used to meet the people, like great people, like Thomas Edison, like these people there, and the high lights in that, in that apartment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, you know, things going on after that. And, the, you know, then they kept it because, and that, and by the way, people, that time when the Eiffel Tower was built, it was not accepted by many French because it was that people used that it's ugly, that it's against the French architect, something like that. Now, it's one of the biggest monuments in, in Paris. Now, by eight million, eight million, eight million visitors visiting him annually. So yeah, 
So yes, we have to add our ticket like as a friend. So, 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 now we miss a very milestones now. Success of liberty, the high-rise building, definitely in Dubai Burj Khalifa. We know that, and and uh, and as you can see, you know, as we mentioned at the beginning, when the material have been developed and we discover new material, new application is coming. You know, uh, the opera in Sydney, and um, there is many many things. But the question now, many you know of. The, my students, they are asking, and um, what next? What the next big thing you think uh, that we will have in civil engineering? You know, with the nanotechnology, with material like graphene, with this technology, what there is things are can we consider this now? It is a big now in recent years. I mean, in two, these two years, there is anything new you can highlight it or something in the future you think we can, we should highlight? Actually, there's no one like there's no one straight answer. And actually, change is coming with, with time and days. For example, in the in the nineties, AutoCAD start coming up. In the nineties, I think in the eighties, mid eighties. I'm not uh, guys, forget me if I'm getting wrong. Because that time in the eighties. Computers start popping up. And that time, you know, people used to draw, you know, and that, that time, but the, but the manually in them, you know, if it, I don't know if someone know that time because I saw this, this big, big chart of drawing and people start drawing by, you know, this drafter. So like in the 90s, they started developing AutoCAD that time, which was huge that time. And the first AutoCAD, commercial AutoCAD, I think in the 2000-ish, in the beginning of the 2000-ish, so that now is now, but and that was I can say with the third revolution, which was a computer revolution that time, this industrial revolution, it was resonating. So I think now, and since 10, 15 years, we start going to 3D modeling now with the PEM and Revit and, you know, with PEM technology now. So what I think now, now we will go more of the, besides nanomaterial and the new technology of new material, First, at first, we have to go to the digitalizing the whole civil engineering sector. For example, going like more of the, with, with, with according to the fourth industrial revolution, for example, like an AI, digital twins, those are will play factors, I think. But it will not go like straightforward. It will take time to develop for sure. This thing, I always have to the civil engineering. And as you said, new material like nanotechnology and, for example, uh, we have the new, the new type of concrete that, you know, that carbon-injected concrete. And we have a lot of material there. Timber wood and these things. Plus, now, we have to go to consider also sustainability, which is a really hot topic these days. Now, we have to focus more on sustainable material. You know, um, you know we, we tell in our show many times that most of the sustainable development goals are related to civil engineer. Um, you know, so we talk in this episode about the history of civil engineer. I totally emphasize that we need to study um, not only the milestone, also the profile of the greatest personality or people in civil engineering history. Thomas Telford, James Smeaton, um, you know, many, many um, authors, you know, these people should be, have been studied and their struggles during the civil engineering. We need this study. I mean, once we like, um, we have been introduced to, but even like uh, Bernoulli, you know, we, nobody knows that Bernoulli actually is a huge family and they have many siblings and, 
you know, I, I was reading about their, uh, you know, the history. We need to know this. You know, it is good to get the equation. It is good to know the science, but we need to know the human story, you know, because once you know the human story about us, I didn't correct me, Atif, you will never forget, you know, because you can see the struggle about that. It is really important, you know. Um, for example, I'll be more than happy, you know, uh, and, uh, to tell the struggle story of Elon Musk for my kids when they grow up. You know, he, he was a PhD student in material uh, in Stanford and he dropped out. You know, because this struggle and um, it teaches us that engineering is the, doesn't happen one night, you know. Maybe I'll give an example about Tesla, although he's not a civil engineer, but the amount of sacrifice he put to succeed, it was massive. But these things, studying engineering history, these figures, I mean, it is crucially important because when we go read the history with these people, we get inspired. I mean, this is my really the message that I want to, I mean, to put it in this episode that it is very important to go to history, to know the history, especially like in civil engineering, we get inspired and then we move on and we develop something for the future, as Atav said, sustainable and resilience. So, I mean, this is my um, last message from my side. Uh, what do you want to say, Atav? I completely resonate with that. Unfortunately, most of the college are not give us history or like a background or what's on the history. Even they can give it as a free elective, doesn't have to be like, a, you know, like they have to create created course for information and for reference and resources course, people to know. And they can put it like at the beginning of the courses or even before you start the engineering course, which even was started like with the engine, like, we you know, we have introduction of engineer, but it's not more than introduction, more than that, like, they are not sure which major is what major, but for example, if you know civil engineering, this is the history. If you know electrical engineering, this is history. Thomas Edison, Lecolalista, blah, blah, blah. Mechanical engineering, those are the history of people who change it. Chemical engineers, like that. You should have you should have these things, but unfortunately, most of the college is going to give you directly, this is what you need, this is what you need to understand. And that I have my own wish with, with most of the college, they have to start doing like more more of the history and more of the career. What's, um, to be at least, you know, to emphasize people, even to aware people what is civil engineer and what is the engineering market. But unfortunately, just to put people, just to give you directly go to the, you know, to the introduction course like statics, mechanical, dynamic. Okay, everyone knows these courses, but I'm not telling we, we should not take this course, but you should have a course of the history because what is the female and what is the civil engineering and how civil engineering developed. At least... Maybe it's not everyone cup of tea, for example, in the future. Maybe this will maybe inspire someone. In the, maybe they were, those courses will inspire someone, like in the future. And as you said, like with Tesla, despite he's not civil engineer, and with Elon Musk, his story is so magnificent. Like he used to sleep in Tesla sometimes. There are days where he sleep in Tesla to to make it up. So, and even even forget about even what SpaceX, even what he did, even. Even now with the boring company, that is completely civil engineer project. That a lot of project for that, even that's what despite he's not a civil engineer, but he's doing great job on civil engineers. So yeah, we should take in a course about these things, but I don't know why universities just take it course rather than fix it with habit accreditation. But I have my own talk about it. If you like it, guys, share it to someone. And if you feel it this someone would like this would like it. Or someone is important to someone, share it and tell them why this is important to you. 
So thank you guys. I wish you the best and take care and bye. It was nice to meet you and the member guy. We raised by sharing the knowledge to everyone. Sharing is caring. It was nice to meet you guys and wishing you the best. Take care guys and wishing you the best. You guys have a good, good day and good night.